Oh, right. No, Fraser, Fraser was watching it at one point, Galong. I think you must have been Galong, Lockheed side, into the teeth of a gale. And you were obviously flying past others who were struggling. Yes. He's just hearing it past them. Colin Wilson there of the PA23 bid group talking to the champion Graham Aubrey at the end of his cycle at the inaugural Danoon Ride and Run event. We're going to speak to Graham just now about what he thought of the event. Graham, a double world champion, he's twice the holder of the hour speed record and he got gold in Hamar and gold in Bogota in 93 and in 94. But we're only interested today here on 97.4 FM about how he thought the inaugural Danoon Ride and Run went. Graham, how do you feel the event went? I feel it went well. There was a lot of enthusiastic riders in the field. I like chatting. It's a very friendly event. Um, and the format is very friendly because you ride out, you can chat to people, and then you're, that's your warm-up. And then you do your punt along the fast bit. And then you kind of hang about a bit if you want to and get, get your breath back and then hit the next bit. So you, one, you get your breath back, and in between times you can actually enjoy the amazing scenery and stuff. It was three quite hard stages though, wasn't it? They weren't by any means easy. The one word we keep hearing today, uh, here at the first inaugural Danoon Run and Ride, is that was brutal. That was the word we keep hearing. Not so much stage one, which was okay, and not even so much stage two, which was a hill climb, but stage three, that's where a lot of competitors had trouble. Apart from you, which I'll speak to you about in a moment, which part did you find the most difficult? Well, I did find the hill, I didn't expect it to be 20%. And is it, is it really as a sign they're saying 20% all year? Quite deceptive, isn't it? Yes. Um, and I realised I should have brought one more gear to change down to, but once once you've came with the bike you've got and, and the gear then you got, well, you just need to lump it over. It was a windy day today, and I think why people are saying, oh, that was brutal, it was this strong headwind as you come into stage three. It was, it was, was one spot, I don't know if it was the way that the, the hills funnel the wind in, it just suddenly went so much harder to us for this. There was like 200 metres of it that just literally, I suddenly lost all my momentum. Everything is like, it was like somebody physically shoving you back. Yes. There was a local guy here today called Jamie McCann, who you know as well. You also said it's a very competitive rider like you. We were hoping to put you guys head to head because this was the first time you'd ever both done the same course, the same event at the same time. So it was the first true test of who was maybe the quickest. You're both roughly the same age. Um, unfortunately, we've got a bit of bad news for you. Although we have your timing chip from the inaugural Darun Ride and Run event, Jamie forgot to take his chip with him. So we will never know his time. I know we won't. And, and I was thinking, I was up that climb and thinking, and I, and I thought- Was I, it deliberate? I could, I could have brought one less gear, uh, one gear though, and I, I was, well, I didn't feel I was climbing as good as I could. And I thought, because Jamie, Folk maybe don't realise the class that Jamie was in actually terms of performance. He was a British level international rider. Went and rode a thing called the Peace Race, which before the Iron Curtain came down, actually behind the, the, that Iron Curtain in Poland. And, and, and a lot of people don't know this, they don't realise. No, they don't, and, 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 and really, really up there with the top, probably top three road riders. And coming in, from in you, Britain. that is a big compliment. No, but that's just the fact. Um, Jamie was somebody I looked up to as, like, my goodness, like Jamie McGann. Like, you know, and we were so looking forward form. today to seeing our local hero against you, the sporting champ. And unfortunately, we do not have that time. But we're going to download your time. We're going to get a hold of Jamie and we're going to say, do you think you were faster or slower? What do you think he's going to say? Well, to be fair to Jamie, he just done a, a, a six month tour of the world. And I don't think he did an awful lot of bike riding. But I know that Jamie, in his day, he used to, that length of climb, he, he would just batter up there. And I was riding up there thinking, Jamie's definitely smoked me in this climb. 
What people don't realise today is whatever time you set, you set on a recycled bike made of parts that most people were going to throw in in a skip. Yes, all those parts um, on that bike, well the main bike itself, the forks, the handlebars, the gears, the brakes, um, date from, well I think the rear mech was changed to a 90s mech, so this is mid 80s, 90s mech, um, and I put my own wheels in, um, that they are maybe, I think they're about 10 years old, so they're, they're a lot better. But you could buy a pair of wheels of that quality for about, I think they're doing from like 90 quid or something like that. So people think it's a very expensive sport because some of these bikes cost thousands of thousands of pounds. But what you were out to prove today is you could do a really good time on that bike. Well, what I want to say to parents of kids that think, oh, geez, don't get them into that because it's going to cost me a fortune. When in fact, you know, you don't have to do that. If folk want a nice bike because they like it and, and it's a nice thing to own, then, then great. But you don't have to in terms of performance. The actual bike setup itself and the way you train and eat and look after yourself, that's more important than, than the actual bike itself. But most of the time I actually ride another bike from the mid-80s, which is a steel bike, mud guards, lights, because it's the same as clothes. If you don't have an old bike, you don't have a good bike. That's a good point. Yeah, it is a good point because there's salt in the roads and your potholes and it's rain and stuff wears out. I suppose so, yeah. yeah. So you've got your old bike that you just maintain as, as your, that's your hack bike, they call it. And that's where you do your big efforts on. It's got mud guards, lights, ready for everything. And I do refuse to own a car, so I've got to get my shopping and everything on that bike. So that I live on that bike, my hack bike. And then a good bike is kept good for events as, as, my, as my race machine. Thank you for talking to us today on 97.4 FM. Great movie. Thank you very much.